Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or the Notorious Fantasy Edit. Today's video, I'm bringing you guys my buy or sell for the first round ADP of your 2020 fantasy football drafts. Now, what does this mean? It pretty much means, will I draft or avoid a player at the given draft position inside of the first round? So, I'm going to be talking about all 12 players going inside of the first round via ESPN's ADP, and talking about whether I would select them at that spot, or look for another player at that given spot. So, obviously, this idea, if you guys are on YouTube, and you guys watch a lot of YouTube videos about fantasy football. Fantasy Headliners does this video every single year and just want to give a shout out to them because this is their idea and I did kind of steal it here, but that's a-okay because it is going to be a great time today. Before I get into my buy or sell of first round ADP for fantasy football 2020, I'd like to ask you guys could please go down below and click that subscribe button. It's free and I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship. While you're down there, check out my Patreon as well. $7.50 for my draft guide and a whole bunch of other nice information on there to help you guys get an even better idea of how to win your 2020 fantasy football league so before we ramble on for too long let's get into it buy or sell first round ADP. So the first 12 picks of the draft go as follow. Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, Julio Jones, and Joe Mixon. We're going to start off here first with the first pick of the fantasy football drafts. In pretty much every single league, it is going to be Christian McCaffrey. In some leagues, you will see someone try to be a bit more different and go with Saquon Barkley. I wouldn't argue that Picking Saquon Barkley at the number one pick is stupid, but personally, I will not be doing that. I will be happily selecting Mr. Run CMC at the 101. So for me, he is clearly a buy. Christian McCaffrey last year, over a thousand rushing yards, over a thousand receiving yards. This guy is the focal point of this Carolina offense. Now that Riverboat Ron is gone, it is not going to mean all that much for Christian McCaffrey. The quarterback position has gotten better. They went from Cam Newton, who was really hurt and wasn't looking too good, and then they went to Kyle Allen, who was a pretty good quarterback quarterback, but I believe that Teddy Bridgewater personally is just the better quarterback. And I believe that Christian McCaffrey will have yet another good season in 2020. He is just as safe as it gets at the running back position. There's just no safer than that in PPR, half PPR standard. It doesn't matter. This guy can easily get over 2,000 combined yards in 2020 as long as he stays healthy. Could be up there scoring the most touchdowns out of the running back position if you combine them for rushing and receiving touchdowns. This guy is just overall a beast. He is the reason why the Carolina Panthers score any points in any single game. So Christian McCaffrey, I'm going to buy in on him at the 101 and like I said earlier Saquon Barkley could be the guy that you could argue to be the 101 so he is going to be a buy for me at the 102 for the New York football Giants with the second year of Daniel Jones being the starting quarterback of the New York football Giants, I think that Saquon Barkley is going to continue to improve. It seems like their new head coach is just completely fired up. I don't know if you guys saw that fucking video of this Joe Judge guy. He's talking to these players. He's getting me fired up, and I'm not even a Giants fan. He's talking like he ate nails for goddamn breakfast. He's firing the boys up, and I think Saquon Barkley is going to have an excellent season. This offensive line could be folded like a fucking table in Buffalo that people jump through and it would not matter at all for me. Saquon Barkley is just an absolute freak of nature. Last year, he didn't finish this high because he ended up getting hurt and missing a couple games, but the freak motherfucker Saquon Barkley, instead of missing five, six games, only misses three. 
You simply cannot easily stop Saquon Barkley. Just like with Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley is a guy who has both facets of the game that you target in a running back in fantasy football. He is both has pass catching skills as well as inside the tackle skills and is a guy that is ultra fast with the ball in his hands and with a new and improved New York Giants team. Not really new and improved because very similar team, just different coaching. I think that the offensive line getting better in the draft with them drafting a, a uh, offensive tackle in the first round is really going to do much better for Saquon Barkley in 2020. At the 103, we have Ezekiel Elliott running back of the Dallas Cowboys. And yet again, we have another buy. Cha-ching! Ezekiel Elliott is going to be a monster yet again in 2020. This Cowboys offense just churns out fucking points in the NFL. I know that they've removed the clapper man, Jason Garrett, and bring in Mike McCarthy, so they're likely to be slightly more pass-heavy, but I'm not too worried about that, considering Kellen Moore is likely going to be calling the plays for that offense. Last year, he was dialing up some beauties for Mr. Ezekiel Elliott. Now, Ezekiel Elliott is going to be a guy who who's going to get vultured a couple of times by Dak Prescott because Dakota Prescott just takes the ball and moseys on into the end zone probably five times every single year. But I would not put too much weight into that. Ezekiel Elliott is clearly one of the workhorse backs in the NFL. I understand Tony Pollard's behind him sniffing his ass, but Tony Pollard is never going to emerge past Ezekiel Elliott or get a significant amount of touches unless Ezekiel Elliott was to get hurt. And the Ewok Ezekiel Elliott is going to be a beast yet again in 2020. He's a guy just like Saquon, just like Christian McCaffrey, the perfect back for fantasy football. Workhorse back, can catch the ball, can run the ball with a lot of efficiencies. The end of uh, Ezekiel Elliott used to be the fact that a lot of people didn't like him because he wasn't much of a pass-catching back, but over the years, he has improved on that skill and looked like one of the better ones in the NFL, so I'm going to continue to believe in Ezekiel Elliott and buy him at the 103 of my fantasy football drafts. Now, the first player that is not a running back off the board here, uh, based off current ADP, is Michael Thomas, wide receiver of the New Orleans Saints. Personally, I'm going to sell Michael Thomas at this price of the 104. I think Michael Thomas could be the best wide receiver in fantasy football, and it would not surprise me due to the extreme amount of volume given to Michael Thomas by Drew Brees. Drew Brees literally just fucking puts the glasses on, locks and loads on him, and just throws the ball to the guy a zillion times every single game. So I would not be surprised if he finishes very high in 2020, but personally, in the first five picks, I am really looking to load up, especially in the first four, on a running back, and Michael Thomas is a wide receiver. I think you find a lot of wide receivers late in the draft that are going to be able to help you much further than a running back that you can find later so that's why I like to load up on running backs early which would make Michael Thomas a sell for me at the 104 you typically don't see Michael Thomas slip past the sixth pick of the first round at the 105 you have Michael Thomas's teammate Alvin Kamara Kamara is a big fat buy for me in this New Orleans system. The system, how it works, is it's why Michael Thomas is so good in fantasy football. It's also why Alvin Kamara is so good. Drew Brees does one of three things. He moseys on back there, hands it to Alvin Kamara. He moseys on back there, dumps it off to Alvin Kamara. He moseys on back there or throws it to Michael Thomas. It's one of three fucking things. Unless they're in the red zone, where Jared Cook just scores a zillion fucking touchdowns for some reason. But Alvin Kamara, last year, got hurt and finished as his floor play, top 10 running back. I think his ceiling is the number one running back in fantasy football. Just like with Christian McCaffrey and all these other guys, he is elite at pass catching as well as running the goddamn football. But I think he's closest to Christian McCaffrey when it comes to pass catching skills. Since we've seen Alvin Kamara literally run out there as a wide receiver for the team and make catches down the field. No DBs can guard Mr. 
Mr. Alvin Kamara, and I think Alvin Kamara is going to be great yet again in 2020. He's had a bunch of great years since he's came into the league, and I just think with Drew Brees, there's no way that Alvin Kamara could be bad, even with Drew Brees being gone. He was still good with Mr. Teddy Bridgewater in 2019. He'd probably be fine with famous Jameis Winston, Eda W, if he was to go down. At the 106, we have Dalvin Cook, another running back of the Minnesota Vikings. Notice how the first six picks are very heavily dominated by the running back position. Dalvin Cook is a guy with immense talent. Top three top five talent at the running back position. This guy is a freak of nature, just like with all these other guys. That's why they go so high in the draft. But the difference between all those guys and Dalvin Cook is the injury concerns. Dalvin Cook, to me, is too injury-ridden for me, so I consider him a sell. Now, I could be completely wrong. If this guy plays 16 games, he will be worth this, this pick at the 106 by a mile. He is going to be amazing if he does not get hurt, considering this Minnesota Vikings offense loves to run the ball. But my worry is is his injury past. He's rated, he is rated as a high injury predictor, not a high injury risk by sports injury predictor. I don't think he's going to be able to stay healthy in 2020. He has not played a full season in his NFL career thus far, so I am afraid of Dalvin Cook getting hurt yet again. So I'm going to go ahead and fade him at the 106, but it seemed like I was going to be wrong last year, but then he eventually ended up getting hurt. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below as we are halfway through the video. At the 107, we have Derrick Henry running back of the Tennessee Titans. To me, Derrick Henry is actually a guy that I would consider to not be a buy or a sell. I'm more average on him. I have another running back ranked ahead of him as well as uh, I just have another running back ranked ahead of Derrick Henry, just like with Dalvin Cook that I would prefer to him that we are going to be talking about later. But with that said, Derrick Henry is a super safe pick. for So for all intents and purposes, he is going to be a buy for me. Now, he's not going to be a guy that's going to catch 30 plus passes like any of these guys behind him. Or I should say that went in front of him. He's like one of those statues that's in those Greek museums. That's what he has for hands. He has stone fucking hands. He can't catch the ball worth shit, but it doesn't matter. Because Derrick Henry could easily repeat as the leading rusher yet again in the NFL. This Tennessee Titans offense loves, loves, loves to run the goddamn ball. And that is going to be a huge benefactor to Derrick Henry scoring a zillion points. And Derrick Henry's point total went drastically up like the park with the dinosaurs. When Tannehill was starting, and Tannehill should be able to be the starter all of this season as long as he doesn't get hurt. So I think Derrick Henry is going to have yet another great season in 2020. At the 108, we have the guy that I ranked as the wide receiver one last season. Ended up getting hurt having that turf toe. Not playing, or he was playing very good when he was healthy, but then he came back not looking kind of hot. But then still played pretty well for the rest of the season. Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers. Now, this team has developed to become more run-heavy under head coach Matt LaFleur. Obviously, Mike McCarthy got canned after. After not being able to win the Super Bowl more than once with one of the greatest quarterbacks of our generation in Aaron Rodgers. Now, they decided to not give Aaron Rodgers any other shiny new pieces to throw the ball to. They decided to draft him, his replacement, as well as a running back in A.J. Dillon. So, Devontae Adams is still the head honcho wide receiver on this team. And even in a more run-heavy type of system with Matt LaFleur, Devontae Adams is still going to manage to eat like his name was Ezekiel Elliott. So, he is going to be a buy in 2020.
even in a run-heavy system. Aaron Rodgers is going to heave the ball to this man. He's going to score a bunch of touchdowns. He's had multiple seasons in the NFL scoring 10-plus touchdowns. The only year where that hasn't happened was actually last season. So I think Devontae Adams returns to form and is one of those guys that is leading in the touchdown total for the wide receiver position. Devontae Adams is an absolute beast. And with Aaron Rodgers, there is no stopping Devontae Adams, even with the coaches trying to kind of crank him back and make him not play or not really not make him play as well but just not give him as much opportunity it doesn't matter because Devontae Adams is a goddamn target machine in Green Bay at the 109 we have DeAndre Hopkins another guy that was arguably one of the best wide receivers in for fantasy football purposes to draft and finished as one of the best wide receivers DeAndre Hopkins now DeAndre Hopkins hit us with a skirt he went in absolute reverse because Bill O'Brien decided to trade him for David Johnson which made absolutely no sense to most people who are NFL fans including myself but hey now he is in air I zona but for me, this is a little too high for Mr. D-Hop. I like to load up on running backs early, and that's not even my main concern with DeAndre Hopkins, is that I just don't think he could finish ahead of Tyreek Hill or ahead of Julio Jones in 2020. It is his first year with his quarterback, Kyler Murray, who is still a young player in the NFL. It's not like he's joining Tom Brady or some shit. He's joining a younger quarterback in the NFL, so that could obviously take a while to develop that chemistry, especially this year with no preseason games and just a lessened type of training. Camp. They didn't even put on the fucking pads until a couple of days ago. So I think D Hop still has a great season. Still a top 10 wide receiver. Still probably a top five or six wide receiver for fantasy football. But the price you're paying at the 109 ahead of these other guys that I think will finish ahead of him, to me, that just causes me to not want to draft him at the 109. He's actually being drafted just way too high. It just doesn't make any sense for me. So I'm going to go ahead and fade DeAndre Hopkins at the 109 and not pick him here. Now at the 110, we are going to be talking about Tyreek, the freak hell. Before we talk about that, you can hear a word from my sponsor shout out to manscaped fantasy football draft season is upon us and due to quarantine it's very possible that you might have zeke's haircut down there in your pants that's why our partners at manscaped have partnered with us to make sure you don't gamble on shaving your balls the same way you are going to be gambling on football this season when it comes to men's hygiene manscaped is as safe as drafting christian mccaffrey in a ppr league now i understand that shaving your balls is not the most fun topic to have you might end up going down there and just completely in that shit and it looks like a murder scene in your bathroom you don't want to be having that that's why the lawnmower offers skin safe technology to make sure that you are safe when you are shaving your balls so make sure to use code notorious on manscaped.com for 20 percent off make sure you use it it is a great product and now back to past nick in the video and we are back with the 110 pick of tyreek hill now tyreek hill is one of the only players that you can legitimately completely destroy your week just putting this guy in your lineup. It's like Christian McCaffrey, but the opposite. Because Christian McCaffrey scores 30 fucking points every single week. Tyreek Hill will score you 40 points one week, and the next week kind of be not as good because he'll get like 9 points, but he won't completely shit the bed. But he's very kind of back and forth on a weekly basis. But Tyreek Hill 
is a freak, but I don't like him here at the 110 because I would prefer in my first round to get a guy that I know is going to be safe and that I feel very safe with. That's why I prefer Julio Jones at that pick, and I'm going to say that I'm going to sell Tyreek Hill at this pick. I don't think Tyreek Hill picking there is a bad decision at all. If you actually want to go with a super high upside player, Tyreek Hill is that guy in the gunslinging Kansas City offense with Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. Tyreek Hill is going to get his. He is going to get fed the ball, and he's going to have games that legitimately win you your week. He is going to lay your opponent down and fuck them until they die. But Tyreek Hill, to me, is not the pick at the 110. I'd prefer a bunch of running backs here. Same with at the 111. I would prefer running backs, but hey, we're talking about the player here, and Julio Jones at that current ADP is an absolute fucking steal. I think he's better than D-Hop and Tyreek Hill for fantasy football in 2020. I have Julio Jones ranked as my wide receiver number three on the season. The Atlanta Falcons offense is based upon one word, and the word is four letters long. P-A-S-S. Pass, 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 pass the fucking ball. Dan Quinn and and Coach Dirk Cutter snort some lines before every single game and get the boys fired up to throw the ball a million fucking times. They were the most pass-heavy team in the NFL last year, and they are the only team that I could really see just returning and doing the exact same shit, throwing the ball, maybe even more than they did last year. The weapons on this team is unreal. Julio Jones with an emerging Calvin Ridley with a tight end in Hayden Hurst. Obviously, I'm not a big fan of Todd Gurley, but that doesn't matter because I think they are going to be a super-duper pass-heavy team, and there is the Matt Ryan theorem that I have developed, which is a good year, then a great year. Good year, great year. Good year, great year. He had his good year last season. I think we see a great year out of Matty Ice in 2020. Julio Jones is going to be tearing it up yet again. The guy's going to score five touchdowns again because he just does not know how to find the end zone. His GPS fucking turns off like Michael Scott and goes straight into the goddamn river. That's what happens with Julio Jones near the end zone. He just can't score for some reason, but he will be great regardless about that. He'll probably get 1,300 plus receiving yards. He's a target monster for the Atlanta Falcons, a super pass-heavy team. Final player of the first round ADP right now is running back Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, if you guys are not new here and you know me, you know what the answer is here. It is Joe Mixon. I He is a complete and utter buy for me. I would go to war for Joseph Mixon. I think this guy is getting way too much slander. At the beginning of last year, he completely fucked you over. If you had him, Last year, you probably didn't make the playoffs unless you had a strong draft around Joe Mixon due to the fact that he played like absolute dog shit the first couple of weeks of the season. And then down the stretch, he really emerged and played much better. Now, the coaches are saying that Joe Mixon is going to get more involved in the pass-catching game in Cincinnati. And to be a good fantasy football running back, besides Derrick Henry, you really want to make sure that you have a running back that is going to be able to catch passes. And with the coaches trying to involve him more in the pass-catching game, is going to be great for Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, not Joe Mixon, his quarterback, Joe Burrow, the double Joe option there, evolved heavily or revolved on heavily or... I don't even know how to say that. He kind of needed to dump the ball off in that team. He kind of liked to do that with CEH in college at LSU. And I think Joe Mixon is going to be able to do that in the NFL. He's never showed us that he didn't have any hands. It was just that Andy Dalton or Ryan Finley weren't really dumping the ball off to him. And speaking of Ryan Finley, he had Ryan Finley play a couple of games for him in 2019. The offensive line was absolutely dog shit. They drafted an offensive tackle. That guy just hits the fucking hay. He plays. He just dies before the season even starts. He's uh, injured for the whole season. Doesn't come back. Now comes back for this season. And I think under the new head coach there, or not even the new head coach because Zach Taylor was there last year, the second year under Zach Taylor with the quarterback that he truly wants with Joe Burrow, I think this offense is going to look much better. And I think Joe Mixon really has a great year. 
I got him ranked as my running back number five on the season. I have him ranked above Derrick Henry, but Derrick Henry's a buy up there, obviously, like I said, because he's super safe. Joe Mixon, obviously, slightly more risky, but I just see the crystal ball. I've looked into the crystal ball, and I see Joe Mixon really tearing it up in 2020. So don't believe the people that are going to talk down Joe Mixon just because he's not going to catch the ball. He's going to catch the ball in 2020. I can promise you that. So if you guys did end up enjoying this video, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. Check out Manscaped as well. Check out my Patreon. And make sure you have a great rest of your day. I really appreciated the support you guys have been showing on my channel. It means the fucking world to me, genuinely. It, I just... I, I don't know how to describe it, but it just means so much to me. Like, every day, all the support I see in the comments, all the questions, I love answering the questions. It just makes me feel so happy. So thank you guys. We're getting close to the NFL season. I'm going to continue to post two videos a day. I'll see you guys in just a couple of hours now, around probably 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is when the second video is going to come out. I love you all. Have a great rest of your guys' day, and I'll see you guys later. Good boy!